York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here, give you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's the debut, man. The Knicks versus the Pacers. And we did what we had to do. Game one, the homecoming of the great Kemba Walker. We get the smacking on these Pacers. Hit them up with 125-104 win. So you know how we do. We got to start the gunshots, man. Starting off the game with the gunshots, man. We did our thing with a lot of great performances from different people. A lot of Knicks. A lot of Knicks were in double figures. Randall, Gibson, Barrett, Toplin, Quickly. Everybody got into the game today. Randall had 17 points and three rebounds. Gibson had 14 points, six rebounds. He also had a three. Barrett with 17 points. Toppin with 10 points. Quickly with 10 points. Evan Fournier. The list goes on, man. Everybody was... Entering this game with a, a purpose, it seemed like scoring was just easy and at a premium for us. It looks like this might be the new Nick, new like Knicks, might be the new norm. But let me scroll down because it's only preseason, it's only first game. But before I even get into more of the details of the game, let me introduce my guys. All right, first and foremost, you already know what it is. It is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. Knicks basketball is back. I'm in, I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And of course, where you know it is my guy, the raw metaphor. I call him. You know, it's my guy from across the street. It is the raw <laughs> Hebrew remnant. What's going on? What's up? What's up, Jay Ellis? Ryan G. Let's get this going, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's talk Knicks basketball, man. Uh, um, the first thing I noticed. From this game, from the jump, even though he's down for a second, but not, it didn't go for long. Which is how easily we scored, man. The things that we talked about before this game even started was like, it just seems like the more weapons we have, the easier it will be to store. And it seemed like the new guys were the ones who kind of ignited that fire in that first quarter. What, what did you see, Raw? Uh, it's exactly what you said, man. I, what I, one of the things I liked is a couple of areas that the Knicks were looking to improve on. One was pace. Yeah. And they they definitely, you know, they, they put up 99 shots total, which is a very good improvement in terms of pace. When you when you get that many shots off, that you know you're you're going at a good pace. So that was good. They put up uh, also they put up uh 37 threes today. Mm. Um and while they only shot you know 30%, but that was mostly the bench guys, the starters. Randall was 40%. Walker was 40%. Barrett was 50% from three. Yeah, Barrett so they, was on fire. Yeah, K Gibson was 50% from three. So, <laughs> so yeah, they, they they improved in the areas we're looking to improve. I mean, it's good that we win the game, but I just think the superiority of our depth uh, was just shown and the overall pace improvement as well as the three-point improvement. And I think we're going to get better as the season goes on in these areas. Yeah, that's the thing that stood out to me too, Raw. It looked like I know that, um, you know, it's only preseason, but it, it looked like we were clearly the better team because even when we started to win, I couldn't really say, yo, we're really playing well right now. It just seemed like we were like a little bit of out-talenting in them and a little right. bit like, especially when you start looking at how the way Julius Randle was playing. You know what I mean? It's like, uh -huh. like he wasn't really into the flow of things. He just, he just looked like he didn't know where to get his shots yet. Um, 
but it all came together pretty easily once the ball started going rolling down here. What did you see, Ryan? Well, yeah, first and foremost, Knicks on offense, it looked easy. Like, the ball was just moving around. Guys were getting shots here and there. There was ball movement, 26 assists, pretty decent. You know, probably have to, you know, increase the numbers, you know, the season goes on. But the offense looked pretty easy, pretty smooth. But what I was really focusing on was the defense because I know coming into this season, Knicks lost some defensive players and they replaced with some offensive players. And the concern was that, you know, the Knicks were going to be weaker on defense with those, with losing those guys. But watching this game, I, and I know it's preseason, so you don't have, so you shouldn't put too much into this first game in the preseason. But still, in this game, it showed that the Knicks look like they're going to be all right on defense because the the help defense was there. It's like the players trust each other. And as long as the players trust each other and this help defense, you know, and, you know, team defense aspect, there's really nothing, there's really nothing to worry about on the defense. Everybody's going to be covering each other. So if you add that to the fact that the Knicks offense is flowing, is flowing pretty smoothly, I think the Knicks are going to be really good this season. Yeah, but like I said, it's the first preseason game, but it's but I like what I saw so far. Yeah, I, I like the. I mean, I, I can't. There was parts. There was I don't know. It was it was a weird game. There was parts of the game where I felt like the offense was ahead of the defense. There was parts of the game where I felt like the defense was ahead of the offense. Um, I felt like RJ. I was looking at RJ in particular because you know the the there was pressure for him to be the defensive guy. Um, he in the first quarter anyway, I felt like he got caught with some some head fakes with some easy baskets. But then again, in the second half came along, I felt like he did a good job playing with his hands up. He got a steal. It was a good defensive concept. So it, it, was, it was night and day. But I think I think Tibbs went into that third quarter with with the talk that hey guys, I want to pick up on the defensive end, and that's why you kind of saw that shellacking. And and plus two. You know, the guys had their second unit in in the beginning of the third quarter, so you take that performance with a grain of salt as well. But still, you, you only play you can only play the opponent that's in front of you. So, yo, <laughs> you like what you see anyway, and you take that with a grain of salt. Anything, that, anything you have that, Raw? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I love that Tibbs demands defense. They did not start off playing good defense. In fact, I thought the defense was suspect of the first unit. When yeah. the second unit came in there, the guys that were here from last year, they played better defense to start. And then this first unit caught up to it, you know, as the game went on. And, and that was part of that because I thought Tiz would only play those guys a half. But he was like, you know, no, we got to get this defense together. And so that starting unit came out there in the second half and played much better defense. So it, it, to me, it wasn't about that. It was good that we won. But it is preseason. I'm just looking for improvements in the areas that we're looking to improve right. and to see overall, you know, our, our depth at work. And we did see that today. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking. I'm looking for key things in the game. And I see Keenan Lambert is like, "Yo, Jay Ellis, where's the overreaction?" Listen, man, the way <laughs> the way Tibbs was playing that minutes. I, I'm a, I'm a quote I'm a quote my guy CK. We was going for the preseason championship, obviously, right? <laughs> That's exactly what we was looking for because my man Randall played 30 minutes. He played Yo. 30 minutes, man. 30 minutes. <laughs> 30, I'm look I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we slacking them. This might be time for some OB. Maybe McBride can get some run. Nah, nope, nope. Nope, nope. That's that's not the plan. 
That is not the plan. <laughs> it might be playing 30 minutes and nothing less. Like, and, 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 and this is the thing, man. When, when people talk about, oh, what what place is the Knicks going to, to place in during the end of the season? Are they going to make the playoffs? Are they going to be the third seed, fourth seed? Tibbs is preparing to win as many games as possible, man. That is just, He's programmed to play that way. He sees... That listen, we're only playing four games or five. It's a shortened preseason. I'm playing. I'm getting my starters ready. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so I, I think yeah. the next game you're going to see more of the bench crew, though. I, I, I'm not. I mean, you're going to see less of the starters. I think he just wanted to get them going to get them into a flow because, like you said, the preseason is short. Mm-hmm. But I still think he's going to play. I, I'm going. I'm expecting to see more of Kevin Knox. And some of the rookies in the in the Saturday night game. Exactly, exactly. But I, w- w- let's yeah. get it. Let's get into some. You want to say something, Ryan? Yeah, just something right quick. Um, I think Dip's strategy is pretty much this. Like you know, like you guys said, he's trying to get them up and running so that when the regular season starts, they're on it. Right. Because he because in the regular season he wants them because I think the Knicks have an opportunity where a lot of these teams in the East. They added a lot of new pieces to their squads, so I don't think they're right. going to mesh as quick. And I think Thibs want the Knicks to jump out because the Knicks have that continuity. I think Thibs want the Knicks to jump out, right? Get get that quick, you know, get that early, you know, start to this good start to the season, so that maybe they can jump ahead of these teams from early and see if they can try to maintain that pace. That's right. And see if they can finish above them, you know, in the standings at the end of the season. That's I right. agree with you. I agree with you. I continuity is the name of the game. And I'm going to get the gunshots out. Let's go. <laughs> I'm getting the gunshots out because when the game started, this is why I was hyped. This is why I was hyped when the game started. Because Julius Randle got out there. He looked a little, he, like I said, he looked a little, a little bit timid. He didn't know where to get his shots off. And this is a scene that looked all too familiar to us last season. When Julius Randle didn't have it going where did the bu- where are the buckets gonna come from? Um, That's right. This time it was very simple where the buckets came from. The That's buckets right. came from our two new additions that everybody's been sleeping on, except for Nick's Nation and Nick's content creators. They're not. That's sleeping. right. But everybody else is sleeping on them. That's right. Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker both created easy buckets for us uh, to to get to start the game, even though they didn't. You know, transpiring to buckets, and they also both carried us offensively when Julius Randle was struggling. It was crazy to see Kemba Walker. He looked like he was playing. He looked like he was like in the in the backyard. He's like, oh, I'm gonna just dribble to my spot, uh, mid range. I'm gonna just dribble to my spot, baseline. I'm looking at this Kemba like, yo, this it just looks like it just looks so easy. Yo, he was <laughs> laughing a lot. He was laughing a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was laughing, smiling, chilling. <sighs> And I'm sitting there like, yo, this is life. This is this is gonna be life as you know, an actual two-headed point guard monster who can shoot. When we right. struggle, when our number X number one guy is struggling, we're gonna have a guy who's just gonna take the shots and take the pressure off of us. And it's, it is gonna be easy and great. I can't I'm I'm loving it, man. I can't believe it. I can't believe yo, it. Yo, <laughs> um Evan Fournier made did I counter at least four plays. That there was no way Reggie Bullock would have been able to. Make. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. There was a couple of times when he went to the basket, no way Reggie Bullock would have done that. He got a three-point play in the first quarter, Bats. and then a couple of times he went off the off the dribble and and passed and set people up. I said, "There's no way Bullock would have ever done." There was once 
where I think it was on a three-point play. He caught the ball, and he was at the three-point line, and they closed out on him. And I said, if that was Bullock, he'd have had to pass the ball. Yeah. Before he blew by the guy. Right. And I was like, see, and and we're not even warmed up yet. This is just just getting – you're not in the flow yet. This is – That's what's so great about it. Game one preseason, you have something to say, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm about no, to go I'm off. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm about to go off. Because I'm I, thinking I the same just, thing. I was, I, I, was just, I was just adding that the, also, also the big thing with Fournier, too, there were two plays in the game where he went back door and got easy baskets as well. And that's what the, I think that's one thing that Knicks missed last season was right. guys that's moving right. off the ball that's and, right. getting, and getting easy baskets. So that was also a positive for Fournier as well. Yo, abso- great, point. great point. Absolutely. The whole time I'm looking like, Bullock would never, never. <laughs> and I'm and I'm not even I'm not even trying I'm not even trying to I'm not even trying to bully Bullock. I am not trying to bully Bullock because no, Bullock, it's not that. But we all kind of knew that Bullock is not really a starter on a playoff team. He's a bench guy. Okay, Fournier's a real starter on the playoff team. Yeah, it's just the game when you have not, when you have weapons offensively that know how to play basketball can pass, dribble, and shoot in two different positions. Everything looks just looks so much easier, and yep. it's crazy how much easier it looks in the preseason game. That first game back, we end up. What did we score? Sixty-seven points in the first half. Oh, shot yeah, fifty-four percent in, the, in yeah. the first quarter <laughs> with, with thirty. What? 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 And they weren't even playing in sync yet. And we're not even in sync yet. But let me not calm even, down because it's only preseason. That's right, bro. <laughs> but I'm saying I, I'm excited for what's coming. <sighs> I'm not this game, you know, in its of itself doesn't mean much, but just you can see the development that's going to come. Let's look back on the first 20 games of the season. Last year we were about 500. Yeah. You know, we was about 500 and that was with Alfred Payton, that was with with um with Bullock and we hadn't had we didn't even have D-Rose yet. Didn't even have D-Rose yet. And then when D-Rose came, the games that he played they were like 16 and 4, or 20 and 11, or something like that. Some crazy number. Now we add to that? I, I don't get it, yo. I don't get it, bro. I don't get I just don't get how the, these ESPN fools have us at four. Or no, no, I'm sorry. The Las Vegas fools have us winning 41 games. It just does yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't let them sleep on us. Let them sleep on us because Knicks Nation going to make a lot of money this year. Listen, listen. To the bank, man. I'm, I'm, bank, I'm, I'm, I think I'm taking a while to Vegas, straight up. <laughs> straight up, I'm taking a while to Vegas because I feel like that's a robbery. That is like that is <laughs> it's easiest, easiest money I can make. Go ahead, Ryan. Exactly. And and matter of fact, to add on top of it, those haters on ESPN, because I remember I was watching one one of the shows on NBA Jump, and they was and they were talking about it, and they were saying Okay, over under Knicks 41 and a half games, because that's what Las Vegas have the Knicks at, like you said. And the haters on ESPN said under 41 wins oh, for the Knicks yeah, this season. I, I, was like, I was like, really? I was like, okay, all right. I'm just I'm just saying that the Vegas uh had us winning how many games last year? It was it was a 30? Like, what was it, 20 something? I think it was 20. 20 I think it was over under 20 and a half. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah something and, like that. 20 something wins. Yeah. How, how, how did that work out for Vegas? Yeah, right. Crushed it. They yeah. didn't get their lesson yet, though. Yeah, that's fine. They got, they fine. got to lose more money this year. That's fine because yeah. they going to learn today. They gonna learn real soon. Don't they? They, 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 they gonna learn every single year until they give us our respect. Exactly. That's right. Keep sleeping. Keep sleeping on it. Keep, keep doing it. And if they keep playing t- Kemba and, and Rose twenty minutes of being a piece, old buddy. 
<laughs> Whoa, buddy. <laughs> it's a wrap. It is a wrap. Yo, and, 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 yo, shout to the chat, man. Shout out to the chat. Salute to the chat. We, we, we shout out to the chat. Y'all here early. We are Salute. celebrating a win, man. We celebrated the first game. It's a preseason game. I know it's only preseason, preseason, but it's the first game of a new era for the Knicks. We have two point guards on our team who can actually pass, dribble, and shoot for the first time. <laughs> And I don't know how many years. It's 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 groundbreaking. But um, listen, man, we got callers in the chat. Listen, if you want to talk to us live, all you gotta do is hit that Discord link, and we are ready to go. I see my guy. I see somebody else is already in Discord link already. I'm bring him in. We're gonna talk some Knicks basketball. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's going on? What's going on, Reed? You are now live on the KOT show. You already know what to do. Hit that hey, KOT live hey, button. Um, you see, I make, make sure I'm live and direct. You heard me? Hold yeah. on, hold on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hold on. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. Hold on, make sure this thing, this thing got a lag. To it. Hold on. He getting ready. He getting ready. We hold already on. know. We already know what's happening right now. It's about to be a problem right now. Hold on. We already know. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready, y'all. If y'all don't know what's coming, strap in your seatbelts because I already know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me make sure because I'm I'm pressing watch stream, but it's giving me some kind of lag here. It's giving, you some, it's giving you some time to laugh. That's cool. That's cool. We want to get you right, boy. Salute to the chat, though. Jeff Jeff Marcellin says, Nick's all day. Powder, powder. What's going on, Jeff? I see you, my guy, Jeff. Good okay. to see you, Jeff. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'm good here. Am I good? Yeah, you good. I can hear you. Yeah. Can anybody hear me? We good? What's yeah, going on, you? gentlemen? Yeah, How you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. You, they can hear you. Can you hear them? I could definitely can hear them. Bo, let's go! Right, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> let's go. Oh, so this is Green from Flatbush and a check it. Uncle Raw. What's up? Everybody. Oh, what's here. up, my oh. brother? How y'all guys feeling? Yo, we feeling hyped, man. We feeling hyped. Yeah, I, this is this is my tool. This is my mood. I'm hyped. I'm trying to I'm trying to uh uh I'm trying to keep my composure because it's preseason, but I already uh -huh. see what's coming, and there's some killers uh -huh. coming down. There's some killers coming up between between the starters and this bench. There's some killers coming quickly. Seven assists. I see. Let's go, Reed. Let Let's got talk about. It. Let's talk about. It. I'm being calm because Vegas don't know nothing. ESPN don't know nothing. Nope. But I'm calm with it tonight because when you have a coach not by the name of Tom Thibodeau, mm. he's all about the work and he's no games. Facts. You see what he did to um Sims? Yeah, get up all in his ass, man. <laughs> Facts. He's like the parent that when you in the house and when you get ready to go out, your parent be like, you better not go touch anything. You better not jump around. You better not do anything. <laughs> and when you do that outside, they just quick to snap you up and snatch you up and say, yo, listen, did I tell you that before we leave the house? That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's going to get him right. 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 And that's what I'm excited about. Everybody talking about uh, our coach Tom doesn't develop these uh, players. And it's not true. This is something that they just fabricate. It is not true. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we, we talked about this program. Go ahead. Go ahead. They're going to be good. They're going to get them right. Even though I don't like the minutes for our starters, but it seemed like they need the time to mesh a little bit. Mm -hmm. Versus, yeah. like I mentioned earlier in the show, the seconds unit already know what time it is. When they come in, it's, it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny because they second unit is they push the lead, they push right. the lead. I think mean, they lost the lead eventually, but those are the guys who really push the lead and push the push the uh, the paces to to the brink, man. That's so right. I, I'm really happy the way the second unit come, came out. Any, anything else you got to say, Reed from Flatbush? 
Black, but, all right. So other than that, uh, Reggie Bullock, good luck in um, Dallas. We don't care about you. Um, <laughs> you could just go ahead and hand um, Chris Paul the, t- the towel when he's getting coming in from the um, from the floor because you're going to be the towel boy of the Phoenix Suns. Other than that, <laughs> everybody, stay up, be blessed, and make sure y'all watch out to each other, man. Have a good one, y'all. All right, man. All right, you too, man. All right, salute to my guy, Reed from Flatbush, man. He down salute, the block, salute. man. Good to Rep hear from you, man. Yeah, so minutes distribution, I told you. that I, One thing I was definitely watching was the minutes distribution. Um, the other thing I was watching was the shot distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, I, I already know I told you guys, I didn't know how this team was going to play because of, um, you know, they have two other guys on this team who, have, who are higher uses players in Kimber Walker and Evan Fournier. So I was wondering how many shots was Julius Randle and RJ actually going to take. And game one, looking at the shot distribution, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the attempts. And you know what? It was pretty even, pretty much evenly spread. You know, Randle got his 14 shots. But it was interesting because I feel like Randle got more of his shots because he was playing more with the second unit. Um... So it's going to be interesting to see how Tom uses him. Maybe he's going to use him to play, run more with the second unit, which is, you know, it, it could be good to get Randall going, but also bad for Obi <laughs> at the same time. Um, well, he said he said he's going to play them both together in the preseason. So let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah he's going to play them both. So he said he's going to go small ball with Julius and, and, and Obi. But he definitely he has to do that at some point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But overall, 14 attempts for, we'll see, yeah, 14 attempts for Randall, uh, and 10, 10, 10 for Derrick Rose, 10 for Kemba Walker, Fournier, 8. Uh, Fournier was doing well. He was passing and shooting. 10. How did, how, how did you guys feel about the flow of the offense and who was taking the shots and when? Well, I kind of thought before the season, and I still think, and this game kind of is backing me up, that Julius and RJ would be more efficient. Both of them would be more efficient because of the addition of Kemba and Evan. And that's what we're seeing. Julius was 7 to 14. Barrett was 7 to 14. You mm-hmm. add 6 of 9 from Todd, 5 of 10. Everybody was very efficient. And even though Fournier was 3 of 8, he was creating havoc off the dribble. See? So uh, it was a very efficient, the first unit. Very efficient. And I, was, and I was very happy to see that. Yeah, I agree. Anything out of that, Ryan? Rock pretty much said everything right there because if you look at the Knicks lineup, there should be nobody on the Knicks that you can double team and get away with it. You know, everybody can score on the roster, so therefore there should be a lot of one-on-ones. And if there's a lot of one-on-ones and you have guys on the team who could break down defense like Kemba, Evan Fournier, etc., you're expecting guys are going to be have wide open shots and if you're in the NBA, you should be able to you should be able to knock that wide open shots, and that's pretty much the case right here. RJ Barrett was knocking in open threes. Um, Julius Randle's knocking in, knocking in some threes. Even Taj Gibson was knocking in. Right. Yeah. He even knocked in a three. So I was like, so, but the way the Knicks offense is, guys should be more efficient this season, and overall that should help out the offense. So, I mean. Yeah, there you got it right there. Like, the offense should be flowing this season. Yeah, M- NBA spacing, man. I'm starting to see pick and roll with Kemba and Walker. That wasn't happening with Alfred Payton. You're going to sag off and force Alfred Payton to shoot that. That wasn't happening. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. And then you come in and you have Derrick Rose to be able to shoot too. Um, And also, surprisingly, Taz Gibson. We've seen a little bit of this before last season. I'm not sure if this is the real Taz Gibson or not. 
Is this three pieces? <laughs> Yo, I think it is. You think so? I think it is. He remind me of Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez didn't come into the league shooting threes. Now he's a sharpshooter. I think I think Taj added that in his old age. Yeah, I, I, I'm listen. You already know me. I am not a pro. I you know me. I like to stretch fives, man. I still remember the 54 wing team and we had the five out. So if somebody can start hitting threes from that center position. I am all for it. Um, yeah, that's he, Rashid all over again, isn't it? It is Rashid all over again. He's Rashid from the corner at least. So if we got. If we have threats all over the floor, it's a wrap offensively. And That's you, right. You definitely saw that. Um, I, I loved it, man. I, I loved, I loved it all around. Salute, and salute to the chat once again, man. The Discord link is open if you want to talk about this Knicks basketball and how everybody was looking today. Um, is there anything that you see that really disappointed you? I know we won by a lot of points. I don't think there's not really that much to nitpick about. No, not that much, man. I mean, um, the first unit was rusty to me to start the game, but the stats show that they definitely got it back together. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I know that he's going to play like guys like Kevin and Obi and McBride and, and Grimes. They'll get time at some point in the preseason. Remember last year, they just made a big issue, the fact that in the opening preseason game last year, um, IQ was a DMP. Right. DMP coach's decision. So I think you're going to see some of these other guys get some time. I, w- I want to see them get some time in the preseason. But I just think Tom wanted to make sure that he got, like you say, got the starters, got them into a sweat, got them into the flow, get them into the game situation so that they can be prepared because th- this is a short preseason. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I feel, I feel like I've seen what I want to see from most of the people. I was, I was a little bit worried about Randall at first. Because he looked out of sorts, he came around a little bit. Um, the thing I'm looking for, for for Randall in particular is the quicker decision making. Um, I didn't really see it in the first half, completely be honest. But you know, it's, it's still preseason. It's the first game of the preseason. I'm not gonna over over under overreact. He still had a good game overall. Uh, right. I want, but I still like for Randall. I want to see like less pauses and more go. Like I, I feel like he missed Orvin Fournier in a nice easy pass, overthinking certain things again. You know. <laughs> on a cut, but at the end of the day, ended up getting like a, a foul anyway, so it negated itself mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, I expect Randall to. I was it was refreshing to see Randall just fall into a scoring role instead of having to force things when things weren't coming to him naturally. The two guys that I liked the best tonight, though, were IQ and Obi, because I saw IQ throw at least three, maybe four full court passes tonight which yeah. he never did before. And that was what Opie was missing. If you remember last year, how many times Opie would sprint down the floor and Peyton would never give him the basketball. Yeah. So this time he was doing it and, uh, and IQ caught him a couple of times down the floor. And I was totally impressed with that. Just that improvement alone was nice. He still missed, you know, one couple of times Opie was waving his hands and he, you could see the look on his face. He was a little ticked off because right. IQ wasn't looking, but... I like that IQ kept his head up. He was in the first half. He was conscious of keeping his head up and throwing that home run ball. That is a big change. And then, of course, we saw Obi become much more aggressive, which is what we expected after that summer league. He became much more aggressive tonight. Just the aggressiveness and the confidence that he exuded, huge change. So, and tonight he got 14 minutes. Now, you see, you saw uh, Sims. Uh, I mean, that's Sim. Jericho get 25 minutes. Tonight. Now, that's not something that you're going to see during the regular season, the second string nah, center, yeah. 25 minutes. So I'm expecting Obi to get some of, some of those minutes. So he played 14 tonight. I would like to see if he can get, we can squeeze 20 minutes a game for Obi. You're going to see some things from this guy. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And even in the first in the first half, raw, like I was hoping because you know what, quickly shot some shots in the first half that looked pretty bad, right? But it took this, bad right. It took but I, I was hoping that those bad shots didn't kind of um overshadow everything else he was doing, because right. what else? I, what else did I see in that first half? Well, he had two assists in six minutes. I saw he made some great passes, like the go ahead pass. Um, he mm-hmm. had like a, even like he, there was a pass he, he um through the Sims that could have been three assists, but you know Sims right. uh, blew the layup. Um, uh, I I felt like he had a, I felt like the way he set I felt like he set up the team a lot better than I'm used to seeing him. Um, yeah. This season than last season, and I'm glad he got he the actual assist seven numbers. Seven. Yeah, I'm glad he, he actually got the seven. assist numbers by the end of the game because yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he ended up with seven, man. He, and those were legit. Like you said, he could have had ten. I think he could have had ten. And and that's like with him not. That's him with greatly improved vision, but he can still get better. He can right. still get, you know. Yeah. So. You want to say something, Ryan? Yeah. yeah, just one quick thing about quickly. Um. Because there was a play in the game where I actually saw him go to the basket, all the way to the basket, this time not stop for the floater and actually get a layup. And I think that's one thing he definitely has to improve in his game because if he could ever get to a point where he can actually drive to the basket and get layups and finish at the rim, mm-hmm. that's going to open up his floater game as well. So I was happy. And then that's also also going to make him more efficient as well. So, you know, I was also happy to see that. I'm hoping that this season he can, you know, finish at the rim more often and not just – you know, always stop for floaters when he does drive to the basket. I agree with you. I, I, I definitely. And, and also, not to be understated, the defense looks. Oh, his defense was pretty good. Yeah. He the way he was defending Duarte, I felt like he he um defended Duarte's jumpers well. When Duarte went to the hole, he contested him pretty well. I felt like Quickly's defense was pretty pretty good. Like more, better than I expected. <laughs> Yep, it was pretty good. You know what I also was impressed with? I mean, it, it doesn't show on the stat sheet, but just the way Derrick Rose was able was moving, the, the explosiveness, uh, the cat-like quickness yeah. in his movements, I was like, this guy, man, <laughs> damn. When he, when he gets, and, and he played 21 minutes, I think that should kind of be the norm for him. And as the season gets into the season and he gets into his rhythm, Yo, we're going to see some stuff, man. Because like, I was just watching the speed with him with the ball a couple of times. I, I was like, damn. I mean, I didn't think anybody was noticing, but I saw that. I said, this guy gets up the floor fast like he was 22 again. Man. I mean, wow. I not, was very impressed with that. Not yet. Not yet. You're right about that. And if they keep the minutes the way it was, because they split the minutes between Kemba and Derrick Rose, 21. And, I'm fine with Kemba and, and Derrick Rose just splitting point guard minutes. Like, if, right. if they're playing 20 minutes a night at their <laughs> skill level – it's they're a rat. Going, they're going to destroy anybody. It's a rat. It's a rat. Then it's, it's like, okay, back to backs. Eh, you know, <laughs> and you still got IQ induced behind them. You still got IQ induced behind them. And, and it's, it's a rat. It's a black man. And I'm going to talk about, I want to talk about Obi in a second too. But salute to the chat. Um, I see somebody's uh, waiting to, to talk. I see my guy Reaper in the chat. But shout out to my, my cousin. My 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 fake cousin uh, Winston Ellis. Winston Ellis. Yeah yeah yeah. We got J Ellis and we got W Ellis. Yeah man, W <laughs> Ellis. We Winston Ellis. Shout out to you man. <laughs> Roger Hoffer picks for Timmy. I see you. Shout out to you too. I see you active in the Discord the Discord chat as well. PS3D. Uh, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. I saw my guy Craig Williams early. All the mods, Sherwin, um, Myth. Everybody rocking with the KOT show. And if you 
like what you see if you're liking the show please hit that like button and that subscribe and that share button is going to help grow the channel and get this thing bigger badder and greater all right cool 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 and also super chats are always welcome as well but sharing and liking is going to help us even um a lot as well it's, it's going to help us tremendously Full poo projects. What's going on? I see you, my guy. What's going on, man? And sh oh my God, Ronnie Sand. I'm shouting to everybody. Everybody, I'm, I'm, I know everybody. Shout out to Ronnie Sand as well. <laughs> all right, that's my friend in real life. Shout out to Ronnie. All right. Next up in the chat is my guy, Reaper. Bringing him into the live stream. All right, Reaper, you are now live on the KOT show. Um, I'm gonna let you. Sh I'm gonna let you set up. Hit that KOT live button a few times. And get it cracking. All right. <laughs> Okay. Um, for some reason, uh, Discord is giving me some issues today, so bear with me a second. Can you guys hear me? Oh, uh, we hear you perfectly. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, like I'm trying to hit the KLT live button. Normally, I'm able to hit it so I can also see this, you know, uh, the screen, but I can't see anything. But uh, okay, hello guys, good evening chat. You know, uh, mm -hmm. thank oh. you guys for taking my call. Okay, no problem. Well, we can hear you perfectly, and if as, as long as the as long as you can hear he us sounds, too, then you're good. Clear. He sounds clearer than normal. All right, great. Yeah. So yeah, funny thing. Uh, just listening to what you were saying, you had uh, made a very good point about quickly and his defense. I was very surprised by it because actually uh, Duarte was getting was cooking uh, uh, Alex Burks. Right. And it seemed quickly got fed up with it and switched off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy to think. He's like, I got him. I mean, maybe yeah. he was like, he felt like he saw him in summer league, so he knew his game. I don't know, but yeah, he he definitely yeah. shut him down to me. Yeah, he did. You're right. He did a very. He actually did a pretty good job. He was uh, the one player who actually did the best job on Duarte. Um, and even talking a little more about defense, um, you know, it's like honestly, I didn't appreciate Julius Randle's defense really last year. It was only like after the season was over, you kind of look at the stats and you realize, oh my god, this dude was like top seven in defensive rating in the league. And now, like this brief, this one game, I, I really saw he put a lot of effort on defense. So he played really good defense and Sabonis and did a right. played a lot of really good help defense as well, especially to protect the paint. So that was, you know, it was really good to see that. Yeah, Randall underrated defensively, man. He doesn't get you the blocks and steals, but defensive windshield, we talked about it on the last show, number six in the NBA in defensive wheelchair windshields behind LeBron. Um, So he moves those feet, man. He gets those stops. So he's improved in many ways, and defense is one of those ways, man. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I mean, overall, I thought, you know, it was a really good game. You guys, you know, already talked about everything in terms of, like, how great the offense looked. And, uh, Raw, you're definitely right. It's going to be, um, you know, it's – I think RJ and um, and um, and Julius are going to be more efficient this year. Hopefully, you know, hopefully that is the case. But I think it's going to happen. And, um and Julius, obviously, is he's still operating out of the same position he's been operating out of. If he can, in that range, if he can just be more efficient from that range, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. I didn't see any long twos today from him, um, like where he's close to the three-point line. Um, I, I did hear Thibodeau talk about that a little bit in uh, one of the press conferences. Oh, yeah, what did he now, say? Uh, he wasn't talking specifically about Julius, but he was talking more about basically eliminating the long twos. Okay. And if yes. you actually look at the stats, I can, you know, uh, I'm not huge. I'm not one of these guys who's like huge on like shoot threes. Everyone just shoot threes. But it is interesting if you look at Julius's percentage from 16 feet to the three point line. Mm -hmm. It's the same as his percentage from the uh, beyond the three point line. So it's like interesting. Then it's almost like, what's the point? Why even shoot anything between? 
uh, 16 feet in the three-point line. You might as well just, you know, shoot threes and stay within uh, 16 feet. Um, you know, so uh, the, the other thing I'm really hoping is um, I am hoping that, like, the, uh, they get a more easy baskets. I did see a couple of them today. He got a couple of easy easy baskets, uh, he, you know, in the paint where he, he got a nice uh, pass. I think one was from Kemba maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who else gave him a pass. but There was uh, a, he, the one by uh, Taz Gibson when he was cutting down the middle when they fouled him too. I think you talked about that one. That's probably, Yeah, that's yes. yep. and so he, he finishes apparently last year. He, he was 66 feet. I'm sorry, 66% within three feet. And so, yeah, if they can give him more, if they can find a way to get him, you know, Getting, I get the more, the get the ball more to him in the paint where he doesn't actually have to make the move. I think that'd be great, and uh, but I think hopefully those are going to help improve his efficiency, and uh, and I think the overall team efficiency should be really good. But it was, I thought it was overall a good game. The only thing that was a little sad that made me almost tear up was seeing Kevin Knox come in with all the rookies. Yeah, and, <laughs> I was like, oh man. He's like, I'm really rooting for him, but it is what Don't worry, he's going he's gonna to get more um, minutes next game. I can guarantee you, he's going to get more minutes next game. All right. I mean, we can talk about that next. I mean, I want to talk about Obi and great, great callers, great goal as usual, Reaper, unless you have something else to, to mention. Um, No, that, you know, that was pretty much it. But yeah, like, I mean, you're going to talk about Obi anyway, but yeah, they, they played great. And actually, you guys, uh, you, uh, I think you kind of, now I'm kind of getting convinced as far as quickly being a point guard. Um, he actually looked better today than he did in summer league as a point guard. And so I, I'm starting to buy in into quickly as a point guard more and more now because I'm starting to see he's looking better, much better. Yeah. A team is playing better as you know, when he's playing the point position. So, but that's pretty much all I got. Absolutely. All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Reaper as usual, man. Great call. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Have a good one guys. All right, man. You too. Always a good call. Yeah, yeah man. Always a good call, man. Yeah. Man, I, I told you, man. I, I mean, this is still early, but I have not given up on the quickly point guard experiment. Um, I, Quickly is the type of guy, and I was looking at his media his media tape, man. And Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Shout out to Keo Gaming 5 who just subscribed to the channel. Uh, definitely appreciate the subscribe. Um, welcome to the KOT family, all right? But, yeah, like, he's he's one of those guys where I know he's not perfect, but he seems like the perf. He seems like a natural born leader, man. He seems like a natural born leader to me. You talking about IQ? I'm talking about IQ. Yeah, he definitely is a natural born leader. The, the thing is that I underestimated that Tibbs keep telling us is that he's a student of the game, right? Which so he's looking to improve. It didn't appear that way to me in the summer. It looked like he was like a kid where his parents weren't home and he's gonna act crazy. But I think <laughs> now. He really does. Today, I did notice he's, he was keeping his head, especially in that first half. He was keeping his head up. He caught Obi streaking down the court a couple of times, man. And mm-hmm. I was like, I felt so relieved at that because I was feeling so bad for Obi last year when he yeah. was doing it and not get the basketball. So now he's getting the ball. And then in the half court, um, you know, Obi was waving a couple of times and did not get it. But I think it's a work in progress, and he's he's gonna you know he because he is a scorer, he's a natural scorer, right. so he's gotta kind of balance that, and that's a work in progress. But he's doing good so far; he's doing very good. Yeah, yeah. Like as long as he's willing to to learn, and that's the thing about this guy—he's a natural scorer. But yes, he's willing to learn, yeah. and he's willing to expand his game. And he's a, he's a student of the game, like you said. That with the that with the combined fact that he's very vocal, which a lot of you know sometimes you complain about these guys who come in the NBA who 
who are kind of timid and shy. He's not timid. He's not shy. No. He's vocal. No. He's a student of the game. He's gonna put in the work. There's a lot to there's a lot to work with with quickly. And I, this, the front office in general just did a really good job getting a lot of great character. That's right. Um, here. So kudos, right. kudos to quickly. And I, I, let's hit Ob too. Just you know what? Quickly and Ob together because you saw there was some carryover yeah. from their chemistry from summer league into this game. That's right. The two guys that spent all summer here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go figure. And there's one pass in particular where I noticed it. And it's and even though Obi missed the shot, it's when um IQ comes zipping down the court and he kind of pauses for a second and then like and then sees has like sees Obi kind of trailing as a late trailer and like bounce past to him in rhythm for like the pull up three. And I've been saying all summer league, that's his he's been hitting that pull up three religiously all summer league and he missed it. But when he when I was like, What is he doing? He hit the pass, I was like, Oh, I was like, My, my heart warmed a little bit. Like, the, 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 the chemistry is falling, it's like, Oh. Like he's gonna be hitting those, man. Like, did you hear Clyde? Did you hear Clyde? Clyde's like, you gotta look for Obi. He's the hot man. You gotta look for the hot man. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I heard. I definitely heard him, and, and then and then quickly shot it. I mean, he made the shot. I know. <laughs> he made the shot. <laughs> <laughs> he made the shot, but quickly shot it. But it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about Kevin Knox. All right, now Ryan, raw. Go to y'all separate corners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna play ref, dog? I'm playing ref. I'm playing ref today. All right. Uh, I already know a ref. I know already know a raw is. I refuse to box with my brother. I, I know I already know what Ryan is. <laughs> like we like the Sphinx brothers. I'm not gonna get the big. No, I know. Up. I know it's not gonna get dirty. I know it's not gonna get dirty or anything. But I know y'all are opposite ends. <laughs> but um, I don't even know. I don't even know Ryan's position on Kevin. Ryan, what's your position well, on Kevin? Look, he came to the game late. He came to the game late in the fourth quarter. He performed well. He got a couple buckets, which was pretty good. I mean, clearly, it's best that Kevin, you know, Kevin Knox needs to get his he needs to get his minutes in now because he's not going to get no minutes once the regular season starts. Yeah, he's going to be buried on the bench. So, I'm the pendulum has not shifted for me when it comes to Kevin Knox. Like, Kevin Knox is not going to get much playing time this season. He's probably on his way out. The Knicks are That's too Clyde deep. Clyde said that, too. Clyde did say that. Yeah, the Knicks are too deep. There's no space for Kevin Knox right now. So, at this point, it's it's pretty much, here, Kevin Knox, we're going to give you we're gonna give you some minutes in the preseason. Show the, you know, show the NBA what you can do. And hopefully, as the season goes on, we can package you in a deal and send you somewhere where you're going to get playing time and you're going to have a chance to improve because realistically speaking, there's really no room for Kevin Knox. Like these last, these are his pretty much his last days on the Knicks. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you, Ryan, because I'm, but it's, it's not for the reasons people would think it's not because Kevin stinks. It's because the Knicks are too deep. Yeah. And now he's developing and his development won't be such that he's going to take somebody's spot that that's ahead of him because he's not going to take Fournier's spot. He's not taking Julius' spot. He's not taking Obi's spot. He's not taking RJ's spot. You know, so he's not taking Alec Burks' minutes. So that's the problem. So he, we're just too deep. So I, I I liked 
that he was tonight. He looked to me, he looked really good. He only played four minutes. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're going to give him some more time next game. I'm almost sure if he's going to get more time next game, but Clyde kind of, Clyde put the nail in the coffin. Clyde said, Kevin's probably going the way of Frank Nillikane. That's what he said. Right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot. He, yeah. said, now, he, said, he said, I think Kevin's going the way of Frank Nillikane. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I, agree. I can see him. I can, But I don't think they should get players for Kevin. They should get picks for Kevin because yeah. we don't need any more players. Absolutely. Yeah. We need picks. So if we can get some more picks that we can maybe, you know, add to our, our boatload of precedent. And maybe, you know, if we need to trade for a superstar or something, we could do that later. But we don't need another player. I saw somebody, um, I don't know if it was Twitter or where I saw it, but somebody was proposing Kevin for some journeyman. And I was like, no, 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 no. no. I would say, give me at least second round picks. Give me some picks for Kevin. Yeah. I don't need another player. We got enough players right now. So, yeah. um, but I think I it'll be just to me smart and good for Kevin and good for the Knicks to play him heavily in one of these preseason games to showcase him. Yeah. L- listen, nope. man. I, I, listen, you know I was part of the Frank Hive. But here's the thing. We we kind of we messed up. <laughs> we messed up. We 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 let him go. We let him walk for nothing. And you know what? They they get made they trying to trade Trey Burke to, to let Frank be behind um Luca. I read that in the Dallas news today. Oh, they're trying wow. to trade. And the only reason they haven't traded Trey Burke is because he hasn't gotten the shot and, and they're waiting for him to get the shot. That's interesting. Oh, interesting. yeah. They would have traded. They said they would have traded from what the Dallas uh, news media said. They would have, they took, they took me Lakina and knowing he was going to be the backup behind Luca and that they were going to get rid of Trey Burke. But then they can't get rid of Trey Burke right now because he hasn't gotten the shot and nobody wants to take him. As a second string guy, when he can't play certain games because he hasn't gotten the shot. Interesting. Interesting. And so Dallas is ready to eat his six million dollars if they can't trade him, but they're trying to trade him. But the point is, Frank is going to be behind Luca. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, that's something. That's just that's just something interesting as like a, a supporter to to keep my eye on. But yeah, so it, I'm, still, I'm, always, I'm watching Frank. Yeah, so yeah. I think Kevin's going to get a similar deal. Um, if they get him to the right team, like I'd like to see him. I wanted to see Ke- uh, Frank on a Dallas or a Utah or a Toronto, which he got. I want to see Kevin like on a Houston, on a New Orleans, someplace where he could get a Run. chance, yeah. you know, to get in the rotation. And so, or Orlando, something like that. And and all of those teams got picks, so we could get something back for him. Yeah, no, you agree. With, I definitely agree with you. We do not need another player here. Um, we need picks. We have picks galore. And listen, you got all these players here who's, who's Grimes didn't even play. He didn't even play. Right. Gar- Grimes didn't even play garbage time. No, um, he played a little bit today. Nah, nah, he, played, I mean, he, like, he I mean, he got a little bit. bit. He Hardly. Got four minutes like Kevin. They both got four minutes. Hardly. Yeah. And maybe, yeah. maybe I was setting up at the end, so I kind of missed it because I was setting up to get ready for the show. Yeah. But, yeah, anyways, yeah. but, <laughs> but my thing is, like you said, there's not enough time for everybody, so we're going to have to make a move. I, don't, I just don't want to make the same mistake we made with Frank Lucchino and just lose him for nothing. No, that's, um, yeah, that's, right. that's right. So I rather I, I hope we move Kevin by the deadline so we can at least, like Raw said, get a second back and then maybe, you know, at some point, maybe if we make a move for a disgruntled star or whatever, we, we package package that pick with other stuff and, and, and yeah. get some things going. No, yeah, we always could, like, see, like, we got a lot of picks, right? So let's say this coming season there's nobody that, you know, that really tickles our fancy. We got our team coming back. 
we can always package the picks for another future pick and just keep it rolling like that. We don't, you know, we, we can keep the picks in the fridge until we need them. Exactly. Keep yeah. the picks in the fridge. And, and I'm with that. I'm definitely with that, man. Um, but good luck, Kevin, man. I feel bad for him when he caught COVID in the summer league. Uh, it seemed like that was his last chance to really shine and get some have some real run and get, like, you know, a real, like, 20 to 30 minutes a game. Because, like you said, it's not happening here. But, no, uh, I think Kevin's a rotation player. It just – and it's not really – I mean, it's not his fault entirely. They were mentioning, like, if he continued to get the minutes Fizdale gave him in the second year that Fizdale gave him the first year, I think he did. Because he had a 30-point game. He had a couple of 20-point games when he was getting the minutes. But then they cut him and hurt his confidence. He's still right. a young player, man. Right. So, I mean, and look, here he is in his fourth season. It's not his fault that the Knicks are now so stacked that his development don't matter. You know, right, so right, right. He's going to be a rotation player on somebody's team. I, I just yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he still has a little bit of ways to go. Like, I feel like yeah. he was on his way last season for sure. He, he showed he was corner cap. He was um, hitting that corner three with regularity. I saw that his defense improved. Um, anything else outside of that? There was, you know, the the need to be, you know, the needs to be work on. But you know, I feel like he's like another half a step for being like kind of a three oh, yeah. and D guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got he's got a little ways to go, but he's coming along. It's just that but he's coming along. That he's coming along. How quickly the Knicks have come from stinky to right, play. right. So it's not Kev. Kev just you know was caught in that, and th- that's all that was. But I really think he's a rotation player, just like Frank. He was drafted too high. I mean, he was. He yeah. wasn't supposed to be ninth overall. Frank was supposed to, wasn't supposed to be eighth overall. But that's not his fault either. So yeah, now yeah. he's going to go. I think, like I said, if you could get him to a, a team that's a rebuilding team, a young team where he can get in the rotation, I think he's going to develop nicely. He, like, give him another two seasons. He's only 22, man. So give him another two seasons, and I think he's going to be good, especially if you're giving him consistent minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and well, I'm going to talk about one more other person. Um, before we before we uh close the show and salute to the chat, man. We got 99 likes. I'm seeing 99 likes. Are y'all seeing 99 likes? I'm trying I'm to get seeing 100. I, I'm seeing 100. We got 100. Okay, just yeah, my 100. journey's the update. 100 likes. All right, gunshots for the 100 likes. For the show. <laughs> gunshots for the 100 <laughs> likes. The hundo. And we got and we, and we got one hater. And we got yeah. one hater. One hater. That's well, you gotta have a hater when you're blowing up. Otherwise, you're yeah, not exactly. blowing up. Yeah, man, you gotta have that hater. That's cool. That's hater, cool. hater ain't going happy unless well, hater hating. Yeah, one or two haters is fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're gonna have a hater. A hater is not gonna be happy unless he hating. So, yeah, you're have one or two haters yeah. is fine. That's fine. <laughs> we all get, we all need those every once in a while. Keep us on our toes. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> but, haters make us better. Jericho Sins. Listen, we cut Luca Vildoza recently. For good uh, reason. Mm, for good reason. Um, he stink out the place. Come to find out, they said he had like an ankle injury. He was trying to play through it through, during the Olympics and through summer league. So maybe, maybe that contributed to the way he was playing because he wasn't. He was, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying what I read. Don't shoot the messenger. All right. Don't shoot the messenger. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just and, saying. And I, and I mean, after what I've seen Rokas do for Barcelona in oh Europe, my God. recently, nah. I'm like, I'm not even thinking about Luca right now. I'm like, yeah, Luca can go. Bye. Nah, oh, man. Man. That was a great business decision. Getting, when I saw Rokas in the summer league, I was like, I never heard of this kid, but he's good, man. Nah, he's good, and he's dropping, he's dropping bonds, man. I think he's playing this week too, so I want yeah. to keep my eye on him. But my my whole point was to say Jericho Sims. With the injury happening with Mitchell Robinson, Noel, I don't, Noel isn't a bad injury. 
this is, it just seems like it's a precaution thing. But with yeah, the, with the, it is. it's a rest thing. Yeah, yeah it's rest. a rest thing. It's a rest thing. Jericho yeah. Sims looks like he might be the guy. I know it's probably him and maybe Bacon. But the necessity and history tells us that maybe we should convert Jericho Sims to a, uh, an actual contract from a two way. What do you guys think? I don't think it's gonna happen. I tell you why. Tibbs hates to have to teach rookies defense. He hates it. He wants you to come in playing defense. And he was in Jericho Sims behind. And it wasn't just that, you know, he, he sees the future in him. No, no, he, he annoyed. Because a couple of times, Sims just let Matador defense and was losing assignments. No, no, yeah. he's going to be in the G League and he's going to be getting his reps down there. Dwayne Bacon is going to be our 15th guy. It's either going to be Dwayne Bacon or Selden. That's what, that's what oh, so you think it's going to be Selden? I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be Sims or Bacon. You think it's going to be Selden? I think Sims will be our second G League guy, but I'll, I may be wrong. Okay. Because Selden's been in the league already. That's what I'm saying. I think Selden will probably either get the 15th spot or go to another team. Okay. Um, but, but but I think it's going to be Bacon or Selden on the 15th spot, and you're probably going to have Sims, who's a re- you know he's a rookie, going to be in the G League with with, with the other Sims. The, the Sims boy is going to the G League. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, that's why I'm saying I'm. And I was like, you know, I I I think the boy has a, a future. Obviously, he's got he's got ability. But I saw him miss some assignment, and I loved it. Sit, my man yeah. called time out right away. So, nah, man. <laughs> and then from the sidelines, he was cursing him. I was like, okay. oh my. The, the, the... I was watching. I was like, okay, this kid. Tibbs, that's why Tibbs do not like to play rookies. He don't have to. He don't no. have the patience to teach you that stuff. He wants you to come and learn. So you gonna send him to the G League. Man, we were up 87 to 64. Jericho Sims blew an assignment. Tibbs blew the whistle and tore him a yep. butthole. Like, it was crazy. I was like, what am I watching right now? Why is this man so red? We are up by 20 something in, in preseason, my guy. Like, chill out. That's what makes him a great coach, man. He's not having it. He's not having it. <laughs> nah, I like it, though. I like it. I like it. Like, it. He, even got, he even got on, on Randall once. Randall blew an assignment. He didn't yell, but I saw him talking when Randall blew an assignment. Randall yeah. blew an assignment, and then I saw him say something to Randall on the way back down the court. And I said, see, he's not going to yell at Randall like that. Nah. But he's not taking it. He's not having it, man. He's definitely he's not, not having it. Definitely not yeah. having it. But, but, yeah, salute. I mean, I would like to have another big body in here. It definitely has a lot of work to do because it seems like you did blow a lot of assignments. But he's a, a guy who can – he looks like he can hold his own. Um, oh, yeah. Six rebounds yeah. on, the, on the night. You know, finish finish those layups and those lies, but you know, maybe his nerves this preseason, this NBA, who knows? Um, hopefully, yeah. you know, we, we get that thing going. And I don't know, I'm rooting. I know Bacon is cool. I know Bacon's cool, but I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm rooting for Sims. I feel like I feel like there's more. I feel like there's more of a chance he can even get into the rotation. And plus, I, I kind of want to see Grimes. You know what I'm saying? No, I think uh, I think it'd be better for Sims. You see, like, let me ask you this: Don't you think two years ago, two seasons ago? They should have put Kevin in the G League with Frank. Yeah. And yeah, they should have. And they, yeah. they should have gotten, they should have they gotten all their reps they, down there so that they came in that third year more prepared, right? Yeah, they did that. So this is Jericho Sims right now. So I think you give him the reps, give him 30 minutes, 35 minutes a game in the G League, let him get used to the pro game. He'll come back next year, you know, much better player. So rather than waiting for his chance, because Come on, man! You're gonna have Mitch. You're gonna have Taj. You're gonna have Nerlens. This kid's not gonna see any time. You gotta get him in the G League. Gotta see time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think I would be more comfortable with him having that two-way contract where it's okay. You know, you get your time in the G League, and then say, for example, Noah goes out with an injury, Mitch goes out with an injury, or whatever the case may be. Then it's like, okay, we'll bring him up as that extra backup just in case. But just to have him on the bench, not doing anything, like nah, send him to the G League and let him get his reps there. 
Right. Cause I it, cause like, cause that, I mean, I think that'll make him a better player overall. You can let Dwayne Bacon sit, you know, and he's a, you know, he's a guy that you could bring in to play some defense if you need to. But a, a kid like this, I want to see him get reps that he's definitely not going to get. Any. I mean, for, for Tim to be talking about playing Randall and, and, uh, and Obi in a small ball lineup, you could tell, I mean, he's not going to give Sims, he's not going to give Sims a lot of time, man. This is, I think he's just for the highlight of his that's, year, right? That's the thing though. I feel like he, he likes the rim protectors and then knowing none of those guys are rim protectors, uh, he yeah, might be, he might be more inclined to do that just because that's, that's what no, he's you used right, to. I have to agree with and, you. He, he's old school in that yeah, way. He likes yeah. And, and yeah. on top of that too, like I understand the reps. I definitely understand the reps thing. I just know that, Noel, Noel can get banged up easily, and Mitch. I'm not sure what his timetable is to return. So, like, maybe uh, I'm hoping it's not more than ten games or a week. Or I'm hoping he gets, you know, he gets to start in a season in October or November or something. But I'm not sure how long. I'm that thinking is if going he doesn't have any setbacks. I'm really thinking we're going to see him from the beginning of December. December, you feel like it's December, okay? Yeah, I think he's got a December, like he, because he's gonna, he, he'll probably be ready, like as far as healthy in a week or so. But then he's got to go through the Tibbs process of conditioning. Right. That's gonna take a while. <laughs> yeah, and, and mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'm saying. Unless they're gonna, you know, yeah. use all this this two way, because you know you have a certain amount of games you can play on a two way contract. Yeah, you know well I mean? now they raise it. He can play fifty games. Oh, you can play fifty. Oh, you can play fifty games on two way. Yeah, you got yeah. fifty games, and they and they up the salary. So now he's thinking about a little okay. Under- all right. Salary. And then you could play fifty games. So that's what I'm saying. Let him get his okay, reps. Okay. And if we need him, we could always bring him up. Did they yeah. did they raise it because of COVID? Uh, I don't know, but I just know they changed it for the G League. I think it was a union thing. They wanted to get them more money. So okay. especially with all of these young, really good kids not going to college and like Jalen Green and going right to the to the G League. So they raised the salary. It was like four hundred and eighty thousand or something like that they get, which is like double what the highest salary was before. And then on top of that. They could play fifty games on their on their team. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up, NBA. Yeah, and right. then also on yeah, then also on top of that, just to like add something right quick. And they're saying that the next collective bargaining agreement for the NBA too, because I think the NBA is con- I think the contract's about to run out soon, where they have to renegotiate. Mm. They're saying that the money that the NBA is going to bring in these contracts are going to look even crazier. Yeah, really. Yeah, after that, so <laughs> I'm I'm thinking you might be seeing some. Three hundred million contract, three hundred million dollar contracts, maybe yo, for the top players yo, in the league. I think I heard something about being rid of salary caps and stuff again. I'm not even sure. They, I'm not sure they're trying to do that, but that's kind of interesting because like that always like brings the New York Knicks right back into this the situation of you know like. No, I think they're going to keep the the, the the salary cap, but like Ryan said, the numbers are going to get really mm. crazy. <laughs> uh, they, just, they just raise the salary cap to something yeah. ridiculous. Now everybody yeah, getting ridiculous get really crazy. money. And that's what happened in baseball. Like you're talking about guys getting three and four hundred million dollars now. Mm, yeah. Got you, got you. Yo, shout out to Wilton Mena, man. Uh, uh, Wilton, shout out to you, man. Hope you're enjoying your your uh, your RJ signed basketball. All right. <laughs> but shout out to everybody in the chat. Wil- Wilton Mena, Winston Ellis, Fritz is always holding it down in chat. Picks for Timmy. Uh, Trevin Cash, everybody who's rocking the KFT show. If you like this show, please like and subscribe to the channel and share so you can, you know, grow the brand, grow the name, and keep it moving. All right, all right. That's our show, man. I think we talked about everything. Um, next game is the Wizards on Saturday. The Wizards on Saturday. I know Royal can't do Saturdays. I'm not sure if Ryan is available, or maybe you want to wait till Sunday. Let me, let me, know. yeah, it's, it's just gonna have to wait till Sunday because Saturday I'm gonna be on unavailable too. So, yeah, Sunday. All right, so Sunday we will be back here on Sunday. All right, 
Um, you know, maybe I'll try. Yeah, especially it's gonna be a three day weekend for me, so that that makes sense. That's good. Oh, that's right, cause there's no no uh no work Monday and all that other stuff. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be smooth. So next show will be on Sunday. I'll probably chop up this episode. Um, think maybe think about doing some other content to release during the weeks to entertain you guys. All right, but thanks to everybody who's rocking with the Nick of Time show. All right, um, listen, you can follow us in all social media, man. Follow us on Twitter at the DKOT Show. Follow us on Facebook at the Nick, the Nick of Time Show. <clears throat> I need some water. And on Instagram at the Nick of Time Show. Also, you can look at our blog and our merch at the Nick of Time Show.com. So, uh, yeah, go hit that link in the description. You see all those links at the bottom and click all that stuff. And follow us on those types of social medias, all right? Yo, and also, if you're watching us on Facebook, because I think I was testing, I was testing some stuff out the other day. I think y'all might, this might be working. Shout out to everybody who's watching on Twitter and Facebook. The the, the mothership is on YouTube, so if we, uh, definitely come to the YouTube channel and watch us. But if you if you want to stay on Facebook and stuff, chill. That's that's fine. That's fine too. All right. But hopefully you're enjoying the show. All right. Raw. Where can they find you, Raw? You know I've been missing something, JLs, because you just made me think about it, Facebook. But anyway, Facebook. You can find me at Gabar. Sadak with a T on Facebook. Oh, you're on Facebook too? Okay. Yeah, Gabar Sadak with a T. T-S-A-D-A-Q. That's my Hebrew name. Gabar Sadak. So then, of course, YouTube at Raw Hebrew Remnant. And then, of course, Twitter at Raw Hebrew Remnant. Then, of course, on Rumble at Raw Hebrew Remnant. And then that Patreon on Raw Hebrew Remnant Record. All right, all right, all right. The, I forgot about the Rumble. The Rumble. I keep the Rumble in there. That's the stuff. Yeah, it's new, me. man. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm just starting to push it now. All right, follow him on all those platforms. All right, where can you find you, uh, Ryan? You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. And also, I want to big up the Knicks training staff for icing up Kemba's oh. knees at the end of the game because I saw them knees was wrapped up. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Ooh, keep them knees you remind me of Patrick Ewing like that one, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty minutes, no take, no chances. We still wrapping those things up. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. Oh, it looks like it didn't even stream to the all that work I did. It didn't stream to the Facebook and the Twitter. <sighs> You know, that's, that's how it goes sometimes. All right, that's our show, man. I'm glad you go to the show. He'd like to like and subscribe and watch us for watch out for us on Sunday. We are out of here.